0: Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Did you a detailed backstory for your first-level halfling wizard? Even how worth many killer men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture, an audio Thunderdome. Two. Friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm right, and he's Rob. Hi, and welcome to this podcast, uh, which some people have called a podcast I accidentally started, and then had to go to the one I wanted. Uh, hey, so we start this podcast uh, every single time with omissions, regrets um things that we flat out did wrong um, yeah and uh and so uh rob in the last episode what did you do that was so wrong i uh
1: i don't think i did anything wrong
0: did we mention I, I enough was... about the pop bubble
1: that's i think we have plenty on the pop-o-matic
0: bubble okay. uh, all right then i think we're good uh, we didn't mention Dominion, which apparently a lot of my friends uh, really like that game. It's sort of like the uh, the granddaddy of the card game stuff, the building decks or some. I don't. Anyway, I was just told Dominion should be on that list. And uh, huh. so you know, some people
1: actually listen, huh?
0: No, I, I, I told them. Uh, oh, we did a the, thing about board games, yeah. and then they said, "Did you mention Dominion?" And I said, "No, should I have?" And they said,
1: "That seems yes. a lot more accurate." Right? That's... Yeah, that's
0: that's what it was. Anyway, so okay, oh, that's fine. We're done. Uh, one another one of those episodes where everything where went, we were pitch perfect. Yes. Pitch perfect. Everyone loved it. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into this episode. First of all, let me introduce myself. My name is Monty Ike, and uh, with me today, he's the uh, the Michael Bay to my John Woo. He's the gung-fu to my kung-fu. He is the car chase to my space battle. He's my best friend, Rob Bloom. Uh, Hey, Rob. Uh,
1: Hey, Monty.
0: (laughs) How are you, man?
1: I'm I'm good. I think we got a good one today. At least I hope so. I think it's discussion-worthy. Yeah. uh,
0: Look, if it's not good, it will at least be... uh, taken up space.
1: Doug Belsass will tell us.
0: Right, yeah. Too. If it's not good, at least uh, Doug will tell us that we got some things wrong and, and, okay. and, and, and justifiably. Uh, what are we talking about today, Brohams? Today
1: we are talking about uh,
0: greatest action scenes
1: in movies and, and I think in some cases if you can think of a TV show as well, but
0: more okay. movies. Yeah, Action right. scenes
1: in movies.
0: Well, it feels like movies probably have the bigger budget, so therefore probably...
1: Yes. would you say? Um, I, I, I can think of a couple of TV shows, especially now that we live in the Netflix era of streaming services, where TV shows are amping up what they can do and what kind of money goes into them. But, right. Yeah.
0: A lot of lot of big money. Okay. All right. Well, good. Uh, so we're talking about uh, we're going to do the, the same format we usually do. We've got five. Yeah. The, uh, Rob's got I mean, 25 I'm honorable mentions, Honorable mentions, which is just a right. s- stream of consciousness uh, tirade of movies he's seen. So it'll be fun. Um, I'll start this one. How about we do Go that? For it. I'll start Go for with it. my number five. Um, uh, and it's a little bit of this one's a little bit out, out of left field, but it's the one that came to my head the moment. The absolute moment you said, let's do action sequences, I thought of the sort of last uh, act, the final battle in Pineapple Express. Seth Rogen and Gary Cole have a (laughs) fight. (laughs) Then there's the explosion. And then there's the carrying out uh, at the end of it. What
1: are you talking like? Then it just clicked with me. I'm like, you know, you got a good argument there. You got a good argument there.
0: Because it's a comedy. Uh, action film, which I love. You know me. I love action. Film. I mean, it's specifically what I, I what I like about this movie is they really tried hard to get the action sequences right in this stoner film.
1: It does. You're it's, absolutely a, it's a right, genre. Right? It's
0: a genre bending stoner film. It's a, you know, a guy sees a see was wrong place, wrong time, chased by bad guys. But it's filled with all these layers. Also the the scene with Red, at Red's house that that's the scene with uh, uh what's his face from East Dan I can't remember his name now in it I Yeah yeah right.
1: you got me too I uh
0: but Red Red is the character he plays the, the the sort of next level drug dealer there's that whole site uh a fight where there's like an it starts with an ash uh, ashtray being thrown at Seth Rogan's head and it ends up <laughs> with him being like fucking in the bathroom like tied up in the bathroom bleeding out or whatever and Red's like Red is from what I remember about that movie. They said Red was supposed to die at that point, and then it was just too funny, so they just kept him in. And like you know, he's at the end too. Uh, but anyway, the ending scene. That's there's that's
1: a, a really good choice, actually. I mean, <laughs> like it's it's kind of like it's skirting what I had in mind, but it, you're it's an action sequence. Yeah, the action it,
0: doesn't stop towards the end. There's no like no, pauses no, or anything it, like that. It's a fight scene. And right at the end of the fight, there's a guy who comes in and throws a bomb inside the underground hydroponics lab or uh, grow field and blows up all the marijuana, which is also very funny because, uh, (laughs) it, you know, there's this whole sub there's this whole level of the fact that it's a marijuana farm on fire. So it is like the <laughs> biggest high of their lives. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I just remember there's this, there's that there's this moment where Seth Rogen's character jumps on Gary Cole and Seth Rogen does this jump and it's very action. It's like very much you, he throws himself from like 10 feet above to land on Gary Cole to knock him down, to save his buddy and stuff. And that's always stuck with me of like, if my fat ass ever gets a chance to do anything like that in a, in, a, in a movie I'm in or anything like that, if I ever get a chance to fully commit to like a jump, I want it to be as good as fucking Seth Rogen fully committed and did that fucking scene because it looks just balls out. And it's also not flashy. These are untrained fighters fighting. And so it's very primal. Anyway, that's that's my number five. The uh, I, no, ending I, sequence of Pineapple Express.
1: From cinematography to choreography, I would agree. I yeah. completely agree on that. That's that's a pretty good choice. And Out it's, of the box choice, but yeah, totally a good choice. And
0: it's uh, I, the what makes it so good is the fact that it is not professional. We are not watching Absolutely. Train killers I mean, fight. I mean, we are watching we are watching shit a fucking heads. You're watching Yeah, shit we're heads. watching shitheads yeah. fight, and that's great. So anyway, there you go. That's well,
1: mine is. Probably on the spectrum, completely opposite. Of okay. my, my my number my number five. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is the Dark Knight intro, the cold open intro, right before it goes into the uh, the. Um, oh, I can't think of the the you know from wide format to then it goes to, mm-hmm. to yeah, IMAX.
0: Right, right, it, right.
1: Um, the reason it it just it's it's. Yeah, it's an action scene where you slowly get the buildup of the bus breaking through, and then the one by one people getting killed off. And Joker, it, it's it's one of my favorite like intros of a movie of all time. And obviously, it's you don't even know who the the bad guy is until the very last moment. Yeah, I mean, who the mastermind is, right. I should say. Yeah, there's just something about that intro that it's not. Like cars flying and and superheroes punching or shit like that. It's just kind of a, a heist, yeah, right off the get go, and yeah. it's a fun. Okay, here's what this movie's gonna be. Boom, go. And-
0: so, uh, in in improv, we oftentimes talk about like you want to start a scene like at the most critical point. You want to be right in the action, right? So yes. when you're when you're doing a scene in improv, you don't want to be two people talking about what you're about to do. You want to just be doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is. And, you know, literary-wise, starting in the action as a flashback or whatever. Start in action. Start the story in the middle of something. And that does a fantastic job of doing that. That's exactly what it is. Oh, I love it. That's a good one. And I love that. I love that whole sequence. I must admit, I I tried really hard on my sequence to not be... um, I wanted to be kind of unpredictable to our audience. You, so,
1: uh, you uh, from the preview I got of your list you were absolutely unpredictable. I think mine might be pretty predictable and, except for like my number my my number 4 I think might be yeah. different but okay. no, uh, uh, all right. go on. All right.
0: Uh, so, uh, let's just, you know, last time I think we did it where I, it was like me, then you, then you, then me, then me, then you, then me. Yeah. yeah. And that was too confusing. Fuck that. Yeah. So let's just go to me. Uh, my number four, uh, comes from the 1952 swashbuckling film, Scaramouche. Scaramouche is an old, uh, clown type character. And in this one, it's set during the French revolution. It's a, um, a, uh, Uh, a aristocratic uh, person uh, basically hides out as the clown character Scaramouche. And it all comes to a head in a theater production where he's dressed as Scaramouche and he's discovered by his uh, uh, the the guy who's been pursuing him most of the movie. And it then turns into eight full minutes of fencing throughout the entirety of this Parisian theater. Like, it starts in the... uh, in the boxes then goes into the seats then goes into the lobby then goes back into the seats then goes onto the backstage then goes onto finally the stage uh I think it was billed at the time as being the longest uh fencing duel ever filmed um but I remember reading about it once what first of all one this all starts for me with listening to Bohemian Rhapsody and hearing Scaramouche, Scaramouche. And you know this I mean? is where that's from. Right. So uh, this, the story of Scaramouche uh, and and this. So uh, I, I researched this and I watched it one day. And it's one of those things where I watched a movie that I probably wouldn't have watched before and then was just delighted in how good it is. And so, but if you're like a fan of the old Errol Flynn swashbuckling, I'm talking fencing, you know, flourish, flourish, flourish. stab. Yeah. Eight full minutes of it the 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 fact that they're doing this on steps and you know through seats. When I say they're fighting in the seat, uh, theater, I mean they're literally on the top of seats fencing, uh, you know. And it's a bunch of like you know retreats and forwards and retreats and for. And it's Has beautiful. this
1: been referenced in other movies? I mean, obviously the song.
0: But yeah, the, obviously the, the re- song. I, I I I'm not one hundred percent sure. Much like
1: we're like. Uh, Gone with the Winds, you know, the scene where they're like repairing, not repairing, where the the battlefield and they're all being like, is there like for some reason, I want to say I've seen this or heard this before, but I don't know it.
0: Yeah, Uh, I I don't know. I don't know where uh, I'm sure this has been visually taken in a couple of different terms. But this is like, honestly, at the the very at the end of this, they're just not this is 1952. This is sort of the end of swashbuckling movies. Like they sure. kind of go out of favor, and after this, we get nothing but war movies. These kind of like movies tend to be war movies after that. Tend to be like <laughs> World War One and World War Two fighting movies. Um, that's what people want to see or want to do and stuff like that. So I think this is sort of at the end of this this genre, and it's like to me like the pinnacle of it. Uh, it just like the the mount, and um, yeah, I I. I You know, I reread again about it and it's filled with just like the fight choreography was amazing. We always hear about like in Marvel movies, the this took X number of weeks to film. Right. Where it's just choreography, choreography, choreography. And this like took two months to get the choreography right. Like I'm sure. Yeah. And it's a 1952 movie. And I'm sure like the whole thing took four months with two months of just being this scene. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Scaramush, no, that's a good one i know nothing that, about yeah. it though. if you ca- i i can't remember where i watched it probably turner classic movies maybe even i watched it on streaming but um it, it it like the mostly the plot of it is a bit forgettable but that scene is really really good um uh Stuart granger and mel fairner i believe um are the guys who fight in that i'm looking at the imdb right now to remind myself but yeah um, yeah, the, the lead is, uh, Stuart Granger, if I'm not mistaken. So there you go. Good one. Good one. Okay. Okay.
1: So, uh, my number four is Alita battle angel. And I have to, I, I, I can't choose between two scenes. So I'm going to describe the two favorite scenes in the movie. Okay. There is a bar fighting scene and then there is the roller, uh, roller skating scene. Uh, you know arena scene both are fucking phenomenal action scenes they are just anime brought to life uh, action-packed fast Link and you'll miss bright light speed 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 blades guns heads flying it's it i've read the comic when uh, i was uh, I would say I was a senior in college and I it was one of the few Anna or manga books that I liked because it was so simple and yet it told the story perfectly visually and when I heard they were doing a movie I, I was a little on the fence because I didn't know how they were gonna fit it all into a movie and they visually I, I, I like the movie better than the comics it is beautiful the 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 roller scene is where she is basically the only one on the court, call it court, track, yeah. whatever, and she's the only one that isn't aware that everybody else on the court is there to kill her in the middle mm-hmm. of the game.
0: Yeah, and so she's. Have you seen Alita? I've seen this scene. I've seen the, like the. It's okay. like a race oh, or whatever. Scene. It's kind of like rollerball, but yes. not yeah, a yeah. roller derby. But, but they, yeah.
1: they all have roller skates on their feet. And, yeah, uh, you know, she, she is. A cyborg, uh, you know, very little human about her compared to most other people are enhanced. And Mm -hmm. she just kicks ass and it's so beautiful and heads flying and just body parts. But then the bar scene is a lot more where it's 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 more intricate and tight and more of a brawl um, versus where it's not. It's not about speed. It's more about finesse. And, and a brawl mm-hmm. and she is just taking down everybody until the very end and I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who wants to see but you know she uh she has kind of a gruesome ending at the end of the battle at all but um it is such a great movie if you like action and kind of you know there are plot holes and crap like that absolutely but it's just visually and just fun it's you endear yourself to the characters and it's just a lot of fun and i walked away from that movie just loving the action in it
0: uh if you don't like action you probably should be on this list this is the podcast to skip if you if you don't like action movies this is this is the one to skip Go, go, go. Uh, next we had the
1: bridges of Mount Ma- uh, Madison, Madison
0: County. County. Uh, this is, yeah, it's my number two. Best action okay. sequence. Actually, look, I'm going to go off topic, but the scene no. at the end when she's with her husband and she sees uh, the photographer um and uh, he's waiting for her. And all she has to do is get out of the goddamn truck and go to him. And then she can start her new life with him. And it's just like literally uh, 45 seconds of this uh, red light in the middle of an Iowa town and the the tension and the the moving of her fingers and all this as she desperately tries to figure out what she should do with her life. That is a pretty big fucking action sequence, man. So don't knock Bridges of Madison County. I'm just kidding. Uh, um, I'm not kidding, actually. It's a it's a really emotional scene.
1: You know, I've never seen the movie. It's directed by uh, oh, Eastwood, though, who is a big action star. You're so a son of a bitch. Still relevant.
0: You're a son I, of a bitch. I, I, All right, here's my number three. Uh, this one is pretty typical. I'm going to go with the ending dogfight in Top Gun.
1: <laughs> you are? Okay. Yeah, I, I am. That's a great... That's a great well, look. It's something that has you at the edge of your seat. I, it works. It works. Look, I, I to wanted to go. Like I wanted to
0: go. I wanted to go something dog fighting, and I thought about Memphis Bell and all that other stuff. But I thought to myself, Memphis
1: Bell's a great one. I thought to yeah. myself,
0: well, if I'm going to do a dog fighting movie, what is a movie that really has fucking dog fighting? And there's like three or th- four dog fighting scenes in Top Gun, and I'm going with the final one. The, no uh,
1: argument that's, a, know, great one. that's
0: I, a great one i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna hit the brakes and watch him fly by it's short and it's very much like it's very different but i mean you know i wanted a dogfighting one um yeah. you know i i could have uh maybe i should have looked at some baba black sheep uh black sheep squadron uh dog fights but those were usually just spliced together newsreel footage uh so. you know
1: i think <laughs> you know i gotta i gotta tell you like uh I don't have any dogfights on my list and and there's something about y- even some of these more modern movies or even Sky Captain I think has dogfights in it. Yeah, oh that's and, true which yeah. which you know which is a retro sci-fi movie but it's I lo- there's something about dogfights that it's great and I think Top Gun perfected it. it I I it
0: it, it does like, a really good job of yeah. Yeah, it, it does a really good job of doing it and uh, you know I I I honestly thought about like oh I'll do Star Wars, maybe, and then I remembered you know, Star Wars doesn't have any really good. I mean, like maybe in the prequels, there's the scene with baby Anakin uh, uh, doing well, a dog fight. But I don't know. Star Wars, the
1: original thing. Star Wars, uh, New Hope, has a dog fight in it, but that Kinda. was all based. On, it kind of. I
0: mean, it's it's, it's more like, like a bombing run than a dog fight. It's ack ack, yeah, and a little bit know, of fucking yeah. So that's rogue why. Rogue One. Rogue One. Uh, Rogue One, I guess, has a little bit of it. I, but I you know,
1: would, I, uh, I wouldn't think that as a dogfight scene.
0: And I'm it's even thinking it. like space above and beyond the that show that I absolutely love. Absolutely, that's yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I just, I kind of feel like they very, they did very little dogfighting and did a lot more ground fighting in space above and beyond because they didn't have the CG right. They just didn't have it right. Yeah. So, oh, anyway. yeah. And it's- I mean, I there's also some things. There's a couple of scenes of the Dominion War and stuff like that in Star Trek that you might say is pretty good but anyway so that's that's it top gun that to me is the best i wanted a dogfight in there i wanted aerial combat and that to me is the best one
1: yeah, absolutely and i think that's that's a, a i could see where if you had put that even higher on your list okay well, Yeah. so my number 3
0: yeah your number 3 buddy
1: winter soldier uh the captain america winter soldier the scene that starts in the elevator with Captain America letting everybody know. Yeah. If you want to get off, now's the time to get off. Yeah. Because I'm going to kick all your fucking asses. <laughs> Before we do this, if anyone wants to get off. Yeah. That scene that starts there, uh, and, and you know, he takes on an entire elevator full of, of some of the best in the military. Yeah. Kicks all their ass, falls out, lands the side on his shield. Then gets up, gets on a motorcycle, takes down a, a helicarrier, or not a helicarrier, but a, a quinjet. quinjet. Yeah, um, it's just the ballsiest scene that that just shows you how much of a badass calf is. Yeah,
0: and, and you know, there's a there's a little bit of a callback. There's a little bit of a callback to in the comics. There's that great scene of. Yeah. Where in, in the comics, that story that that rips on a little from bit. From Civil War? From, right, so You're yeah. talking about
1: Civil War reference. Where he,
0: yeah. d- doesn't he buy the, he buys the fucking he, he, uh, pilot. He
1: lands, he jumps out of a helicarrier. Yeah. He lands onto, I don't think it's a coin jet, but it's he lands a jet. onto some fighter. Yeah. Fighter jet with his shield through the, his shield through the windshield. Yeah. And and the the pilot says something like, oh fuck I can't remember what yeah. he says but he cusses somehow and Cap's like please don't cuss son or something yeah like yeah that. yeah
0: but then the best part is then they have like Tony Stark talking about it afterwards and it's like he forces the pilot to land and then buys him like a hamburger or something and they literally say yes, yeah that's so Cap <laughs> like, you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. so ridiculous like doesn't beat up the pilot doesn't that's- fucking take it out on the pilot he knows the pilot's just doing his job and you yeah. know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, yeah. So I, no, that's obviously it's a great scene. I, I especially like that. There's the callback in end game where he gets in the fucking thing and that's where he does the great hail Hydra. Yes. But yeah. that only works, only because works of because of that other one. Yeah. It,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's it, the, the setup. Of, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Only works because of that. And again, like I think back to how that scene goes where, you know, at one point, he is magnetically handcuffed to the wall. Yes. And still. He's literally one handed
0: fighting and kicking the shit out of him. Yeah. And
1: and being electrocuted while he's doing it and just taking it. And you just, you find yourself cheering as it happens. It is balls out. Just one of my favorite in, in all of the Marvel movies, it really is one of the best action absolutely, from beginning to
0: end absolutely uh a lot of people talk about civil war the fight at the airport but i don't think that has that does I, in my opinion that just doesn't have the oomph that that scene does it's also so close quarters and that's what's so cool about yes. it that open it part is. in and, the fucking elevator
1: and i mean like and we could talk i don't know maybe you have other marvel movies on your list but with I don't there there are many ceiling like, endgame has great things mm-hmm. uh Many of them have some, but there's just something special about it. Starting small and ending giant. Yeah. And, you know, with him taking down a jet at the end of it. But I
0: think that's a great metaphor for Cap. Starting small. Exactly. And going big. Yeah. All right. No, that's a good one. I like that one, dude. That's your number three. Your number two. My number two is the longest sequence that I think either one of us is going to have. It's the first 30 minutes of saving private Ryan in which they take you oh, from the fucking that. landing craft that into Normandy. One, That's it is such a fucking scene. Like I love that scene. My wife will never watch it again. She watched it with me. I don't think I could watch in, it again. It's yeah, rough. It is fucking rough as hell. And I love that scene. Cause my, my grandpa, uh, my grandpa Jack, um, landed in Normandy, like on like the fifth wave. Right.
1: Okay. still not easy. they had had
0: established a a beachhead, but it was not like a rain of gunfire. Right. And so my uh, my grandpa Jack was a medic and medics were always trained when you see a body, roll them over, check to see if they're dead or what, if they're not tagged or whatever. And he always tells me this story is he got in the water, he's wading in, he sees a GI face down in the fucking sand and he grabs his shoulder to roll him over and the fucking head didn't move. Oh, he'd been decapitated by shrapnel. And you, know, on a, and, you know, that like that was a story I knew going like mm-hmm. that was like my grandpa six beers into an overnight fucking fishing sure. telling that story. Right. And John, my grandfather yeah. as well
1: has told me and I won't repeat them here. Not just just for time reasons. But right. yeah, like just uh, I will tell you that I saw that movie in the theater and the way the IMAX sound was. You, you could hear the whizzing by your ears.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that's what was so terrifying. fucking, yeah. So incredible. And yeah. And so I, you, you hear these stories from your grandfather and then you see that sequence and it brings to that how fucking scary that was. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, the scary
1: I'm not, is an understatement yeah, to me. It's, terrifying.
0: It's, and the fact that those guys just kept going. Like, I can't even imagine, man, I would be in a ball crying from the God. fucking start. And those yeah. guys just And they are kids. Kept they were fucking yeah.
1: kids. Oh,
0: fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Some of them is as old, like a year or two older than my kid right now. And they were doing that yeah. shit. That's and, fucking crazy.
1: And again, my grandfather would tell me stories of listening to, you know, some of his, you know, some of some of his buddies crying in the middle of the night yeah. out of fear, wanting their mom. Yeah, and I don't fucking blame them. I am not making fun of that.
0: Yeah, uh, no fuck no, man. That's <laughs> that is that is you as a that is you as a person being completely broken down into the pieces, and oh, that, those shit. pieces are going. to uh,
1: But that movie's entrance is so bang bang bang. I yeah. mean, just Talk in about your story. face.
0: And and that that part is about to me is that is starting in the action. That is starting in the action, but not starting in the action. There's, exactly. like, there's like 30 or 40 seconds where it's just some guys in a boat, and you think this will be a normal fucking movie, and then it just blows it just the, you in the face. fuck yeah. up, and you're like, what? And so by the time you get through all that, and I think it's great storytelling, by the time you, the audience, have just lived through all that, and the guys you're get exhausted. their fucking mission... You're exhausted, mm-hmm. you're beat, and you're fucking scared, and, like, you, you go through all that, too, man. You're fucking, like, when you get, yeah, it does a great way of you, the audience, feeling exactly what these guys are feeling. Anyway, so there it is. That's my number two, the Normandy invasion and Saving Private Ryan. And you're like, but, Monty, what could be number one? I don't know, man. Oh, I, <laughs> my number go two. two. Yeah, you're going to two. Uh,
1: Okay, my number two is okay. I, I, the John Wick movies all have wonderful action sequences. I love this new. It, maybe it's not new, but I love the use of gun, gun fu, gun. Is that we? Yeah, I gun, gun, fu. It,
0: it's like kung fu with a gun, fu. man. It's not hard. Gun fu.
1: Well, but it's but it's just like the 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 speed, accuracy, the efficiency of killing. It's so wonderful. With the John, Mo- uh, Wick. the John Wick movies, yeah, it's really hard to pick an action sequence, which I like. And a lot of people say, well, the first one was bad, it's the second, third. My favorite scene, because I've recently watched them again, my favorite scene is the intro scene to John Wick 2 that starts off with a car and a motorcycle chase. Um, the, the, the story is he knows where his car is from the previous movie. He's mm-hmm. trying to track down his car. He goes to it's it's basically a complete summary of what happened in the first movie but just in an action sequence mm-hmm. because it's exactly what happened in the first movie and he finds his car in this warehouse on the wharf and the mob boss there knows he's coming and is just like it and and they they keep panning to the mob boss face as he's listening to the destruction going on outside he knows that Bobby Yaga is coming and mm-hmm. he's just waiting for this death to come knocking on his door. John Wick finds his car but trashes it in the process. Yeah. Of, and my favorite death in all of moviedom is he, uh, this guy shot at John Wick. He had he take it up, took off his door and he's already smashed up the car and he can't get to the start. And this guy's running away because he knows he's going to die. He finally gets it to the start, revs it at him slams on the brakes and does the sideways peel out and smashes him into the wall. And it's one of those cheering moments. It's a gruesome, horrible death, but it just, it's fucking awesome. Like he just kicked him with a car. I love the movie. It's just full of just how can I efficiently kick your ass is, is what, what all the John Wick movies
0: are like. Yeah. I will say this about the John Wick movies. This will be uh, me making sure that people hate me enough. Um, by the time John Wick 3 came out, I got super bored in the middle of John Wick 3 because everything is great. It's so good. But it's also like I just watched and maybe my problem was I binged watched all three of them together. You know what I mean? And I was like, I
1: don't think you're wrong.
0: Monty, I was like, I this just feels like it's the same movie again. And maybe people enjoy that. I don't know. I don't but it was like one like and two know. were great. I was I was all bored. And then three happened. And I was like. Man, I really feel I like think, I'm just doing this all. It's like just too yeah, much. Yeah.
1: I think they're they're trying to go kind of in this weird direction where first the hierarchy of the table mm-hmm. and now there's like a table for the table and all that crap. Yeah. The mythology that they're building in is starting to get a little tedious. This is my opinion. Starting to get a little tedious. I love it, but it's like, well, you have an entire world that seems to be part of your organization that all you have, you know. Yeah. If everybody's a bad guy then that there's that argument, right? Right. But, but it's almost like it's, this is going to be finite. I I think that like, like you said, you can only show the same things so much and they can only go so high. The sword fight, I, it just didn't feel like it was there for me. Yeah, and by the time yeah. you got to the sword fight, you were so tired. And I mean, John's got to be, this is all like happening in like a week since, you know, right. Because this is like picking up right after one after yeah. another. He's like, it's been like maybe a week or two since his wife has passed away and he got the dog. If, if yeah. when you watch it, it's, he's got to be on like death's door of exhaustion. And, right. but anyway, my whole point is. That's when I Bane
0: comes in and finally breaks him.
1: Breaks his back. Yeah. You know, that's, and I, I love those. I love the first two immensely. The third one, I'm, I agree with you. Yeah, there got
0: and I was thinking back, I didn't watch one and two, like I had seen one and then I watched two. Maybe I watched one, then two and then three. I can't remember. I had seen one before, but I definitely had just watched two when I was getting ready to watch three. Uh, and, and there you go.
1: I think three is my least favorite. It's yeah. not bad. It's my least favorite. And the, the, the desert stuff kind of loses me.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: know, it, it really loses me.
0: That's a good one. That's a oh. good one. John Wick, uh, intro to number two as your number two. Nice. Yes. Okay, here's okay. my What's number, number one. one. My number one, the car chase and bullet.
1: I had a feeling bullet might make your list. Dude. I had a feeling bullet might make it. Look,
0: man, I just, I was I'm up and, I was we up both and...
1: have car chases on our last one. Yeah,
0: line. I uh, look, I was just in San Francisco, right? Nice, this weekend, nice. I was just in San Francisco, and I literally, unbeknownst to my wife, I oftentimes drive on streets that I know from fucking Bullet. Now, I should point <laughs> a of different things. One, uh, San Francisco is much bigger than it was, like, there's whole sections of that that like the end of the car chase, the city is outgrown and into that area, and it's totally different than it is now. So, one, there's that, two, though, that sequence is very much like they. They chop that together. That route is crazy. It's not real. They literally yeah. are driving in, in things that were perfectly timed and whatever. But that fucking yeah, sequence, yeah. man. That so fucking sequence is apparently. so good. I mean, you can you can tell at one point because I think you see the same Volkswagen in two shots. Like, it's almost the same footage. they they take like the first three seconds of a scene, a thing that they filmed, and the last five seconds of that thing, and they splice another scene in between them. You know, but you mm-hmm. see the basically the same fucking car, like the you know. Anyway, but yeah, fucking I yeah, man, I will literally shout to the world, "Bullets on!" If it's on television and it's like fucking yeah. getting ready for that chase, I will shall be like I'll open up the doors and scream out. The fucking chase and bullets about to start. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in? Who's You, you got to watch this fucking shit, man. And it's it's it. Look, <laughs> that's why there is a I, I'm sure it's getting all the way back to Nebraska or whatever. But one of the fr- things that I found really cool when I moved out here is there's like a, a rental thing for exotic cars. You can rent an exotic car. And there's a guy who has a fucking uh, Mustang fastback like like fucking bullet. That you can rent. And he literally is like rent the bullet thing. And I'm like, I should fucking rent that fucking <laughs> thing and drive those fucking streets. But I also know that in, in fucking San Francisco today, there is no time of day when a homeless person isn't shambling across any one of those fucking intersections. And therefore, you can't drive at any kind of speed to do it. But it's still like I would like just rev that fucking thing and wear my goddamn turtleneck and be like, I'm, I'm fucking bullet, man. Hells yeah.
1: <laughs> It's probably easier for me to
0: get the other fucking, the Chevy and just be the fat guy who shotguns him at one point. He's got glasses uh, too.
1: And it also lends itself to one of our favorite lines from Mitchell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm setting you up
1: here. Go for it.
0: Uh, is, uh, uh, uh oh, I don't His remember.
1: scene makes driving I mean, look like bullet.
0: bullet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I thought you were going with the, uh, the Mustang Kohl's from the herd. Still oh, same well,
1: difference. Would- <laughs> yeah
0: pulls the weak ones from the, the herd. herd yes yeah this <laughs> driving is easy look like bullet anyway bullet there you go that's my number one Bullet. Call.
1: that's that's a, I, I had a feeling but i thought it would be a little higher that's pretty good that's that's a good one my my number one is also a car chase scene but not the same type of caliber mm-hmm. uh i'm going with george miller the masterpiece of car chase scenes and i'm going mad max fury road Okay, yeah. Uh talk about one of the greatest car chase scenes of all freaking time. Now, Road Warrior, you thought perfected it, but no, Road Warrior was his warm-up. Yeah. And Yeah, no. And, I I
0: yeah. I had that on my list of possible ones when I was when I was shooting out like different ones that I wanted to do. I I had Mad Max um Fury Road on here. I was like, "Oh, that would be a really good one too." Um so yeah, I like that one a lot. That one Fury
1: Road is like I mean he wanted some way to put guitars guitarists <laughs> with flame throwing guitars yeah. and pole vaulters that that attack on I mean it is the most like fever dream type of car chase scene
0: Look, I'm not going to lie. As a kid who was in somebody's basement playing with my G.I. Joes while like, you know, fucking Guns N' Roses was playing and having these on top of vehicle fight scenes that you would imagine and shit like that. That's exactly what it is. That is you having this idea of a fight scene on top of uh, of your your G.I. Joe Jeep and having, you know, them go at it or whatever and put it to fucking life.
1: And watching the behind the scenes on how he made those things
0: he was pre, you know, very
1: little CG, very little. Yeah. Maybe sometimes he would speed things up. He did admit to some, but still you're talking choreographing 50 cars at a time that are all moving yeah. at high speed and people stunt teams jumping from car to car all to get a fucking shot with a drummer and, and guitarists on fire. Uh, yeah. Just, it's insane. What, what went into that movie? and, on top of it, it's a really fucking good story yeah. and not just just a great action scene. But the, the it's hard to put that into like one scene because I feel like it's just the giant car chase.
0: Scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it literally is a car chase. They're chasing after that fucking truck. And no, yeah. uh, that's 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 a really good one. I, I, I really like that one a lot. I, I think that's good. Also, it's like uh, it's like someone said, oh, but bards aren't cool. And someone was like, oh, I can show you a pretty cool bard. That's what a person. Yeah, it's yeah. A little D and D thing in there. I like that. Let's. Uh, that's a good one too. While we're while we're trying to decide which one is better, Bullet or Mad Max Fury Roll. Well, uh, let,
1: uh, let me go through a couple honorable honorable mentions.
0: mentions yeah, let's do it. Okay, go for honorable it.
1: Honorable mentions. I don't have very many. Uh, the 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 scene in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, mm-hmm. where they are they are literally fighting on wires.
0: Walking, uh, the and,
1: and walking the reeds, walking the reeds. Oh, yeah. it's a that's a beautiful fight yeah. scene. It's
0: absolutely,
1: uh, it's an, an incredibly action. I mean, that that's a groundbreaking movie. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Helm's Deep. Oh, was, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, there's something out like the choreography. Lips I mean, me that's, a, third that's day. a that is a war movie. I yeah. mean, that, yeah. that 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 scene is just. I love it. No one throws a, a dwarf.
0: Yeah. I enjoy like there's something there's a meme out there, I think that somebody I saw recently that was like uh Aragon and Legolas uh talking in 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 Elven and then all of a sudden, then I'll die with them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well I'm just gonna shit my pants now. <laughs> That's cool. That's I'm just gonna go ahead and shit my pants. That's cool. Uh, I actually have um from Kill Bill, uh is it volume ah. one, the the crazy eighty eights? Uh, where that's they go yeah, the no, the, the yes, in the Yakuza, the girls and girls in school, girl uniforms, guys in the slick suits, that yes. whole scene where she wades through the henchmen to get. uh Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, total. The, her and that sword are fucking awesome. That's yeah. a great. Yeah,
0: that's a great. That one, one was on. That was definitely on my uh, on my uh, 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 honorable mentions. Uh How about the, the gotta... fight
1: scene from Daredevil, the TV show, the streaming yep. uh, Netflix show? I, Absolutely. From this episode two, when he's he's saving the kid. Yeah, in the hallway. and, And it's a single shot. And again, I know single shots have been done before, but the the thing that's really great about that shot is it's real people fighting yeah. and getting exhausted
0: as yes. they fight.
1: And that's what's so cool about it. It's like, he can barely keep his arms up. He can barely stand right. up. And he's Cause he's been and punched
0: up. like 400 times at that point yeah. by seven and guys.
1: Such a great scene. Yeah. Um, and then they overdo it, but I not overdo it, but they up, they up the ante in the, in the next season. Also, I think in episode two on the, they did a fight scene down an elevator shaft, not an yeah. elevator shaft, uh, a stairway, yeah. a stairway down. And I have one last one, and I think this is Shaolin Soccer's final.
0: Oh match. yeah, that is good.
1: I I love that.
0: Shaolin Soccer is good.
1: And and Shaolin Soccer in the in the, the final match is just it's good, clean fun. Okay, that's my list. Who, All right, who do you think? Well, oh
0: hold on, I got I got a couple more. Oh, you do? I actually right. do Go have some. You. I have some. Oh, uh, how about the opening the name? opening scene in Casino Royale when um. Uh, not actually like the opening 24. scene, but the when Bond is tracking the bomb maker, the parkour. Yes, the parkour. when he's doing parkour, this is why I love it. He the 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 bad guy is doing parkour, and Bond is literally running through fucking uh uh, uh plaster like you know uh, yes. drywall. Yes. he bursts through drywall. This guy's hopping over shit, and Bond, the blunt instrument. They wanted a a thematic change with Daniel Craig. They wanted to see this is not the debonair. I'm going to use a watch laser and make a quip. I am a fighter and I'm going to just burst through these walls to get this motherfucker. I am. Oh, I love that scene.
1: That's a really good one. Cause that, that, that crossed my mind and I couldn't remember which movie that was. And then you said Casino Royale and I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah.
0: Uh, and I think there's a couple of different scenes in the Kingsman. Um, Kingsman was on my list too. I
1: love the Kingsman. Yeah. The original is so good.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know if I like the, the, uh, uh, manners maketh man. Uh, scene, or if I like the church scene,
1: God, the church scene's really fucking good. Yeah, the church scene's really both good. good. I, yeah, I, I, there's something about uh, I like. I like the, the the running gag in the final battle with the uh, will you do anal? Yeah, yeah, running, yeah, 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 yeah. I, it, I love that, that running is, gag.
0: That's great. Um, and then my final one is uh, in Serenity, the um, uh, you know, the uh, uh the Firefly movie. Uh, the scene where River goes after the Reavers.
1: Oh shit, that's a great one.
0: Yeah. Oh shit, cool. I didn't even but, consider. But I'll that. be honest with you. I, I noticed that a lot of my honorable mentions are fight scenes, not necessarily complete action sequence. So we may have to revisit this with best. Fight we, we yeah we did
1: say that like maybe just best fight or fight scenes yeah yeah like so we may we may double down here we don't know well, yeah
0: probably not the fun. very next episode. Because uh, no, we're but, uh, devoting yeah. the next episode to best uh, high emotional tension scenes from uh, older romantic comedies, i.e. Bridges of Madison County.
1: Bridges of Madison County yeah.
0: or or um, um, never mind. Well, I mean, we can go through your list of favorite movies, Yentl, Mystic Pizza. uh <laughs> Dude, I got your box set. Uh, fried green tomatoes. Fried
1: green tomatoes. Damn you! <laughs> I'm not up on my. I'm not up well, on.
0: Well, uh, look, look, look. Okay. Hey, Steel Magnolias is a great film, Rob. You shouldn't feel bad about having it and and having it be your favorite movie of all time. It's you fun.
1: know, I think the challenge would be to come up with the male equivalent and your laser disc of three men and a baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what can I say? What got me hooked is the ghost of that kid. Um, (laughs) All right. So we need to figure out who won this one. Uh, Let's go. Your list again, Dark Knight, uh, Alita, Battle Angel, Winter Soldier, John Wick, and, and Mad Max Fury Road. Mine was uh pineapple express caramuj top gun you know uh, cry, to and you bullet.
1: for uh, most years are kind of out of the box so i i like i like i like that you were a little more unpredictable
0: on this i was cagey i was cagey on this one <laughs> this is good well uh i won't argue with the fact that mine was better um bullet is a perfect thing. <laughs> bullet is a perfect thing so it should always win uh well all right so uh because i'm the winner i don't have to do this uh i'm the winner you have to uh then as the loser say our uh, our tagline our our final thing uh something that um has been posted on uh on social media as a meme it's a t-shirt it is going to
1: be the rally cry on the hats of Donald Trump supporters when he runs in twenty. That's right.
0: I was gonna say Ted Cruz made reference to it at CPAC. Uh, it's actually the lyrics that lady was singing during the national anthem. Uh, a lot of people are enjoying this. So, Rob, what is uh, uh what is that uh, that catchphrase? Uh, I'll be seeing you. Sure.